Hey Pete. Hey man. Do you think my playing's like funny haha or funny ooh? Uh like funny, are you laughing at me or are you laughing with me? Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice and occasional humor coming at you. Occasional. Very occasional. Well, remember, that was in our original moniker. Yeah. The original slogan for the jazz, um, for the jazz podcast, the You'll Hear It podcast, was occasional humor. We didn't want to oversell it, but we wanted to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I love some humor, uh, obviously. Yeah. I'm with you. Do you spell humor H-U-M-O-R or as the Brit- Brits do H-U-M-O-U-R? I'm American, buddy. American. Nice. <laughs> uh, so today's episode is sponsored by SoundSlice. Go to SoundSlice.com slash transcribe to check out this amazing transcribing tool. We use it every day here. It really is incredible. Her day. Her and, day. Uh, check out their awesome community too. You can look at other people's transcriptions. It's just a great jazz resource. It's founded by a jazz musician. Go check it out. Support. Yeah, so if you, um, I'm just looking at, I always like to check in, if you go to soundslice.com slash community, you'll see, you know, featured sli- uh, slices, they call them, which are little tidbits, or they could even be longer. There's like a Wilton Fel- Felder solo, you know him, that good young uh, guitarist. Sure, sure. And um, there's some George Benson. They definitely always is, you know, because Adrian is a guitarist, yeah. he's the founder, and yeah. uh the brains and brawn behind sound slice. Always some great guitar stuff, but there's great piano stuff. Really all different instruments. All the, we're on there too. We're on there. We have the theme of this podcast up on there. So if you want to check out Emotion in Motion by Mr. Peter Martin here, go to soundslice.com and check it out. Um, and why did, we, we also have, I was just trying to remember, we have something like, um, I think we have the Freddie Freeloader solo up. Is that possible? I know we put that in sound slice at one point. Uh, you're not helping me out on this one, buddy. Uh, I think it is up there. I think, I think it's, it I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember if it's on Open Studio. It's definitely on our blog. You can right. go to you'llhearit.com to see, but I'm trying to remember if it's on Sound Slice. I think it is on Sound Slice. Oh, yeah. Oh, if it's th- not, it will be. Right. Oh, this was when I was really excited. Somebody put, somebody named Sean Nuff, Sean Nuff put up the bass line that Ron Carter plays on a kind of a, not a rare record, but not a record that people know Ron is on Wynton Marsalis' 1981 uh-huh. debut on Columbia Records. Uh, and it's a like a rhythm change. It's called Hesitation. Right. With Herbie and Tony. With Herbie right? and Tony. Yeah. And I love, I've always, I actually transcribed that uh, Ron Carter solo many, many moons ago, but it's kind of cool. They put that on there and it's like synced up with the with the audio. And stuff. So I'm sorry, man. I'm a little distracted. I got to admit. I mean, oh, this. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. bourbon on the table. Yeah. we. This is our newest sponsor, Old Forest. <laughs> it, oh, it is not it's a sponsor. It's not a sponsor. Sorry. Yeah. But because we're recording this so late today. We usually record in the morning. We should tell right. people. Like, and so we're recording it deep in the evening. The sun is going down uh, somewhere. It's not that deep <laughs> so in we're the evening. Little, are we going to do a little tasting too as we go? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So why don't you, uh, we, we have a listener question today, right? We do. Let's, let's check it out. Mind. This is from Simon. And I'll pour as All you right. listen. Thank you. Hello, Adam and Peter. Simon Whiteside here, calling from London, or Whitey from Blighty, if you prefer. What do you think about humour in jazz? Do you think it's disrespectful? Or is there a place for joy, lightheartedness and and fun in jazz? No. I'm often amused by quotes in Dexter Gordon's solos, for example, and early jazz is often quite light and bubbly. Be interested to know your opinion. Love the podcast. Watch it daily. Great jazz advice. Thanks for doing it. Bye-bye now. 
Simon, you're the best, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, Whitey from Blighty. That's amazing. Yeah. First of all, we're going to send one out for Old Forrester here. Yeah. But um, I'm a little bit offended, though, that uh, Simon, uh, Simon didn't, uh, Whitey from Blighty didn't realize that. Well, I thought we were doing humor every day in between the jazz. Uh, <laughs> you said the band, he didn't mention us? The advice. <laughs> well, he was just kind of like, you know, is jazz, is humor okay in jazz? So he hasn't noticed the humor we've been doing? I mean, all the time, right? Okay. You know what? Humor is very much okay in jazz. Yep. And it has been a part of the tradition of this music, like you said, from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, definitely has gotten away a little bit with some players, although yeah. some modern players are very funny when they play. Yeah. Uh, and I actually love... I mean, here's the thing. When you're playing jazz, right, especially live, and you're interacting with the other musicians on stage, for me, like, I'm friends with some funny people, right? So, like, yeah. Montez cracks me up. Yeah. On purpose, on stage, musically and off yeah. <laughs> off yeah. the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it usually happens. I've seen you and Hutch do hilarious, hilarious things together. Right. And it sounds great and are appropriate for what's going on, but it's yeah. part of the personality of, of the musicians who are bringing the music to the stage. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I think that... Um, yeah, there, there absolutely is a place. How far you take it and the appropriateness of it is, um, you know, really subject to the environment, where what the flow of the set is, absolutely. the flow of the evening, the audience. You know, I think something important is that, you know, we always invite, if we do get into some humorous, either overtly humorous things on stage or even, you know, more subtle things that... I think it's important to invite the audience to be part of that. Absolutely. What I'm not crazy about is the kind of inside joke stuff. That, I mean, that's not cool. No. I mean, it's okay. But if it's noticeable, the audience, but they're not invited to be part of it, I think it's a little bit off-putting. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't want it to get too cutesy with each other either, and it becomes yeah. all about that. Because then that just becomes all about you yeah. and not the music, right? right? But there's place for humor in the music and the compositions and the tune selection and the set list even. You know, mm -hmm. I... I can mess around with an audience's head and make them laugh from the first few bars of a tune because of what it followed. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, that kind of thing I think is more than appropriate. It's part of, it's part of art. It's part of doing what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And I love, you know, talking on the mic and making jokes or whatever, and then moving right into some very, you know, serious musical, um, explorations. And I think that that can be appropriate. It's just kind of how you set it up. That can be inviting to the audience in that, okay, this is a relaxed thing. It's not, it shouldn't become like a comedy show, but, you know, to put a smile on people's faces, to give them a little bit of a break in between some, some you know, music that, that, that takes a little bit of attention. It's almost like a great meal in which there's some little lighter things in between. Yeah, yeah. You know, amuse-bouche. Amuse-bouche is way, way. <laughs> um, you know, it's like the pacing of it. Now, what you want to be careful is you don't necessarily want to, um, have like, uh, you know, do like this really hilarious comedy routine and then go straight into like, you know, Alabama by John Coltrane, right. which is about a very serious subject. Right, whatever. Right, it, right. it has to be appropriately laid out. But I think that it's, I love doing that because it's you're also- You're good at it, man. You're, you, you're funny. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, like funny haha -ha, or funny you're laughing at me. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, but- I mean, there was such a great tradition. This kind of got lost. I almost brought it back a few years ago. But the actual opening act, comedy opening opening act before jazz show, that was quite popular up until 
I believe like the late 60s or yeah. so. I remember my dad talking about that. He's like, yeah, they'd always have a comedian do a open. I mean, for big shows. It gets people loose. Yeah. I mean, the Village Vanguard, they used to, it was like Bill Cosby yeah. was doing, ooh, sorry. It's on, the, uh, it's on the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that show. She's yeah. a comic and she plays at the Village Vanguard before. Really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that yet. Yeah. I had no interest until you mentioned that the, is it the actual Village Vanguard? I think it is. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And who was it? Um, Kevin Spacey. I've hung out with him at the Village Vanguard a couple times because he grew up in that neighborhood. Look out now. And he, uh, bam, did I just drop that famous actor's name? Kevin I Spacey should... or not Kevin, not Kevin Spacey. Kevin oh, no, Spacey. not Kevin Spacey. I'm sorry. Ooh, that was ooh, big difference. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, I did a gig with Kevin Spacey. No way. Yes, I did. He's a pretty good singer, actually. He's funny. He's a, <laughs> no, 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 I mean, he can kind of sing because he played Bobby Darren in the, oh, in the movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did kind of like a private gig, him and Diane Reeves, just, just, uh, and just piano accompaniment. They did a, a duo. He kind of held himself up pretty well okay he wanted to do like four rehearsals because he was super nervous sure but no not kevin spacey who's the guy from um who was robert california on the office oh yeah what's that why would i name? be confusing him with oh man this is horrible uh <laughs> james spader james spader why would i confuse him with kevin spacey it's the spay okay it's the spay yeah yeah um james spader grew up in in that neighborhood right by the vanguard and went there a bunch as a teenager and still goes he loves jazz he loves going there and he talks about the comedians that used to um uh, and speaking of actors jazz musicians that are quite funny jeff goldblum okay yep. and maybe not i thought <laughs> well we enjoy laughing at him i don't know is that the same <laughs> no 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 uh i mean think about how many funny jazz musicians you know though right yeah there's a ton of funny guys that's true and i mean like <laughs> throughout you hear these stories and think about too some compositions in the in the pantheon of jazz right like i'm thinking of some mingus moments in mingus compositions yeah. who can get very serious in his compositions but had moments of humor of course monk yeah has moments of humor clark terry clark terry uh, dexter gordon as he uh as as whitey from blighty referenced i mean it's part of it yeah absolutely it's part of it so answer yes yeah is humor allowed in jazz I'm so glad that we're this funny. <laughs> Apparently, humor is not allowed on this podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Simon. Uh, great question, and uh, hope that helps answer. I mean, you, you be you, Simon. You sound funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Total dry yeah. wit. I love it, man. <laughs> Put that in your playing. It's awesome. Yep. yep. Uh, and then, yeah, so we still have our deal going on for Open Studio for a nice You'll Hear It list. That's right. Just for the rest of this week, though. BOGO. BOGO. We've been told from the higher-ups back there that... This will not go beyond Sunday because it is a very good deal. But we're excited to have it. And it is Jazz Piano for Beginners. Yes. It's lifetime access yes. to both Jazz Piano for Beginners and Elements of Jazz Piano. Yes, our beginner and our intermediate jazz piano courses. Right. And they kind of work together in that they flow from one to the other. They both include uh, online downloadable uh, full workbooks, yep. like several They're hundred pages of workbooks. Beautiful workbooks, yeah. Um, and, and practice routines. Practice routines, sound, full sound slice transcriptions. Yep. Um, online access, of course, downloads of audio files so you can listen on the go, and lifetime access, which is cool. So we want you to go through these courses in a matter of months, but you can take a lifetime, no problem. No, absolutely. Take your time. That's the beauty about the courses. So you can buy Jazz Piano for Beginners for $129, enter BOGO, B-O-G-O, and you get elements of Jazz Piano absolutely free. That's right. And that's like a 300 and something dollar uh, total value. So it's, it's a nice little deal. So we are happy to extend it to our You'll Hear It listeners. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thanks again to SoundSlice. Go to check out uh, soundslice.com slash transcribe. Yeah. 
and you can uh, you can check out their awesome transcription tool. We use it every day. Thanks, Adrian, for uh, uh, hooking up the podcast here with the sponsorship. And today we have an ultimate joke at the end of today's episode, which oh, we're almost at. Damn it! Because we're talking it? about humor and jazz. Okay. You this, want me to tell it? Or this you want to be dangerous? Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So um, the vocalist tells the pianist, "I want to do a no, no." The pianist tells the vocalist, oh, "This is good already." <laughs> Have another sip, it gets better. <laughs> the more you drink, the better my jokes are. So uh, the vocalist, the pianist tells the vocalist, I've got a great idea for a new arrangement on Misty. And the vocalist, he says back to the pianist, oh, really? Let's hear it. So the pianist says, we're going to start in B-flat major for two bars, 4-4 four, four of the melody. Then the next bar, we're going to go into 7-8 calypso feel. Then the fourth bar, we're going to go into 2-4. Then the fifth bar, we're going to go to a waltz, but we're going to move it up to D-flat major for just half the bar. The vocalist says, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. This is, I, there's no way I can keep up with this. This is too confusing. I could never sing that. And the piano says, really? That's the way you did it last night. Oh! You'll hear it. <laughs>